Do you even know what the Vitri Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? Please. What's actually happening? Stop it, Alice. What if this place is dangerous? What if Stop it! Hi, hello. I am Pratiksha Mishra and you're listening to Do I Like It, a Quint production where we review anything and everything under the sun. And in this episode I'll tell you, do I like, don't worry darling. In life, things happen. And even if nothing's happening, that's still something happening, right? So on this show, we talk about things that happen. We get an esteemed panel of highly jobless people to answer the million dollar question. Do I like it? I watched the trailer for Don't Worry Darling before some other film that I went to watch and I was so intrigued and then the drama happened. I was worried, darling, because there was so much going on. The production issues, they gave us so much old school celebrity drama. The internet loves drama and we all ate it up. But instead, let's talk about the film. But before I jump into it, let me tell you that you can check out all our other episodes in this series and all other podcasts by The Quint on our website or wherever you get your podcast fix. Did I like Don't Worry Darling? The film opens by introducing us to Alice or Florence Pugh, who is apparently so in love with her husband Jack played by Harry Styles it seems like the life of these people is from the 50s there's a lot of gingham the cinched waist the dresses the hairstyles they're all giving 50s you know and it's like we stepped into an i love lucy episode but things are much much darker than that uh, the women cook and clean and are smitten by their husbands who are all working on the secret project the victory project This picturesque town and these cushy jobs are all courtesy a certain Frank. Who is Frank? Frank is this charismatic but very mysterious and a little sinister gentleman played by Chris Pine. This is where things start to slowly unravel. We are seeing Alice living her perfect life, but then things kind of start seeming a little funky. Things start seeming a little out of order. She is crushing eggs that have nothing inside them. But it seems like nobody else other than Alice isn't convinced in the film. Other than, of course, Margaret, who ironically is the only black woman in the entire film that we see for a majority of time. Alice also has now started to believe that there is something more sinister going on and that Frank is behind it. There is this very tense... um, how do I say, back and forth between Frank and Alice that happens across a dinner table. That is one of my favorite scenes from the film because we truly get to see what fabulous actors Pine and Pew are. Talking about actors, do I like the performances? Florence Pugh is wonderful. There is no notes. She is a vision on screen. She takes every scene that she in and elevates it in a way, in a way that even the audience is just not prepared for. Harry is a decent actor. I don't think he necessarily deserves all the hate that he's getting for his performance. And yes, there are these intense scenes that Harry is performing that did make me laugh a little and I'm sure that wasn't the intention. The rest of the cast is also not to be ignored. Olivia Wilde herself, the director, plays Bunny, who seems to know what's happening all the time. She's a bit of a leader of the group. Then there's Kate Poland, who plays Peg. Peg is truly a testament of how permanent everyone's condition is in this town. It is truly disheartening to see all these women stuck, essentially, 
in that predicament. Is this a new message that is put across? Not really. There is no new messaging and don't worry, darling. Patriarchy is bad. Patriarchy affects women in very serious and dangerous ways. We know all of this. This has happened before. Maybe don't worry, darling is our step for wives, you know. The messaging in the film could have gone much deeper. There is so much more that could have been explored because Olivia Wilde is a great director. She knows how to take a story and pull an audience into it. While in the beginning it can seem like a feminist and free exploration of female pleasure, you soon realize that the reality is much, much darker. And I think that plays into the film's messaging in a way, but I still feel like it could have been done much better. Right? Maybe maybe in the marketing or in the PR machinery, this could have come out better because it feels like the film was uh, marketed as something and we got something else and that dissonance might be a little disturbing. It wasn't for me personally, but it could be for some viewers. There are a lot of plot holes and maybe I just didn't understand them in the film. Even with that, while skill as a director keeps the movie interesting. What else do I like about Don't Worry Darling? The music. The background score by John Powell is so powerful that it somehow is both effective and also is so in the background that it doesn't stand out. On the other hand, when necessary, it jolts you deliciously, especially in this chase sequence where the camera is just on Pew's car. The music that plays behind made me sit up more straight and try to see, oh, what is happening on the screen? And that's brilliant. There's also uh, Matthew Libertique's camera work. There are some scenes that are meant to seem hypnotic, terrifying, and the repetition of everyday life that the wives are going through needs to seem more and more suffocating each time around. And he does this with his camera work and his framing. It talks about the dangerous effects of incel culture, how the internet can pervade our personal lives in dangerous, sinister ways. However... Am I still worried, darling? A little bit. I I still feel like there's something missing. There's something more that we could have had. Maybe the story could have been deeper. I needed more of Alice. I needed more of Peg's story. I needed to know how Peg feels. I need to know how Bunny actually feels, except that one scene where her motivations come through. I wanted more of Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan plays Shelley or Frank's wife, you know, especially with her... Uh, girl boss gatekeep gaslight husband doing his deeds in the background so i guess my major criticism of a film is that i wanted more of things i don't think that's necessarily that bad regardless of all of this should you go watch don't worry darling definitely it will make you terrified and question everything about your surroundings but it's still fun not the film the film is terrifying it's horrifying everything about is scary as hell But the idea that a film like this exists is a little fun. The horror that the film actually tries to elicit does come through. The idea of how pervasive misogyny is in women's lives and how terrifying the consequences of it can be for minorities is also a very real issue to deal with. And the fact that the film has put this forward on such a large screen is important. So to answer the question that you're here for... Do I like Don't Worry Darling? I actually really enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Perhaps not. Maybe to see my friends go through what I went through when I watched it the first time. Maybe for that. But as for a one-time watch, it's a pretty decent film.
Do I Like It is a Quint original podcast hosted by Pratiksha, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor, produced and edited by Anjali Palod, written by me, Pratiksha, again, with theme music from BMG Production. Thank you for listening. You were listening to the Quint's podcast.